Um, so that's the story there. John, the Chargers are going to come to town. So let's let's segue here just for a few minutes and go over the most significant things that happened today in the NFL uh, this Sunday afternoon. And I would say the most significant thing from a Texans perspective is that their next two opponents played each other and the worst possible outcome happened. The Chargers who come in next week got blown out by the Jags, 38 to 10. Now, the only silver lining might be, okay, if the, re- the reason they got blown out was because Justin Herbert wasn't 100% then that might actually play into the Texans' favor next week if we're hoping the Texans win that game. They beat the Chargers last year. But I think just on paper, the Chargers are going to come in angry because they have Super Bowl aspirations this year. They're 1-2 and right now. They need to win that game, and they got embarrassed at home by the Jags. It may turn out, John, that the Jags are actually a good football team. Maybe Urban Meyer was that bad a head coach, and Doug Peterson and a year's worth of experience for Trevor Lawrence makes that big a difference. Well, they also been loading up on talent like crazy, like they did before, but they never can keep players there once they get good and they want big money and then they want out of there. They scored 38 points. That's more than any team in the NFL scored this weekend. And uh, they beat them by 28. And even though Herbert was terrible because of that rib injury, he didn't play defense and they scored 38. Lawrence for the second game in a row looked like generational quarterback was it like he's supposed to be last year when they drafted? And that's another thing. Jacksonville finishing bad at just the right time. Yeah. Like the Colts finishing bad at just the right time. So Nick Casario, if he's not, he's going to end up, if he doesn't get the first pick, he's going to have to do some serious trade trading with those two first round picks and those other draft choices mm. to get a quarterback that he and Lovey Smith believe in the franchise. Mm, man, that hurts. It, it would really hurt if you had to use multiple first round picks to go get the quarterback, you know, um, you know, because it, <laughs> you make the Deshaun Watson trades, so you can totally fortify the foundation of your roster. And if you got to, bundle first round picks because you got to move up seven spots or something to get a quarterback um that's going to hurt um john the other game in the division that had a i think an outcome that had a lot of people raising their eyebrows was the indianapolis colts who've looked horrible the first two weeks we know the tie against the texans in week one and then the shutout loss to the jags which may be a little less embarrassing i guess now that we saw the jags this week Uh, but the colts get their first win of the season 20 to 17 they beat the kansas city chiefs at home uh, in Indianapolis today, uh, this was a this was a big win. I, I don't want to exaggerate it, but look, the Colts go zero two and one to start the season. My guess is the numbers work very heavily against teams that I know that start out zero and three. The Texans in twenty eighteen are the only ones that have made the playoffs over the last several years. Um, so this was a this was a fish the season out of the fire game. I think for Frank Reich today, especially given who the opponent is, Andy Reid and the Chiefs. Their defense played really, really well. It's amazing. The Chiefs and the Bills, who last week were clearly the best teams in the league, both lose today. And Miami looks to be, along with Philadelphia, as the best teams. And the thing about Indy, they started the first two games on the road. They thought they'd beat Houston and Jacksonville. And anybody in their right mind would have thought they'd lost at home to Mahomes and the, and the Chiefs, but they didn't. And that shows that what they're at least capable of. But right now, in the last two games, the Jaguars have outscored their opponents 58 to 10. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's wild. 
It's absolutely crazy. So, um, so there was that. They've got the Colts winning in the division, and then the Titans get their first win of the year. So this AFC South thing today, John, went the worst possible scenario. If they did flip the other way, if it went bizarro results and the Texans win and the other three lose, Texans are in first place right now. The Titans actually get a win today as well, so they're now off the schneid. <laughs> they, they beat the Raiders 24-22. to 22. So now the Texans are the only winless team in the division. Uh, the Titans won 20 carries, 85 yards for Derrick Henry and a touchdown. So on paper, not a horrible game, but this is two games in a row where they're feeding him the ball 20 plus times a game, but he's not really getting out of first gear. Well, actually week one, he had the 20 some odd carries for 80 yards last week. He was terrible against Buffalo. Derrick Henry's still having trouble getting on track, John. Like, if they're not getting games that are 130, 140 yards out of Derrick Henry on a somewhat regular basis, um, the Titans aren't making the playoffs this year. Ryan Tannehill played a really good game. It's his first one since some point last year. And uh, he completed a high percentage and not sure the touchdowns he did, but he looked better and people up there have got to breathe a sigh of relief for him to at least show he's still capable of doing it. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill on the day today, to your point, 19 of 27, 264 yards though. So almost 10 yards per attempt. Uh, he had today. So uh, classic Ryan Tannehill game, not a ton of attempts, 27 attempts, but when the running game is clicking at least enough to run play action, he's able to to hit some passes down the field. Robert Woods uh, was the big beneficiary of that. Robert Woods, four catches for 85 yards for the Tennessee Titans. So that's what went on in the AFC South. John, as far as other big games on the schedule, um, you mentioned it, the Dolphins beat the Bills today, 21 to 19 was the final score. I think probably a lower scoring game than a lot of people expected, especially considering the cluster of injuries that the Bills have in their secondary right now. They're missing both of their safeties, Micah Hyde and uh, Poyer, uh, Jordan Poyer. Uh, and then they're missing cornerbacks too, including Tredavious White. But 21-19, to 19, the final score of that game. So just as we all drew it up on the chalkboard, John, before the season, three weeks into the season, the Miami Dolphins are in first place in the AFC East and the Bills are in second. Bills are the favorite to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of this week. Now they're second place in their own division after losing to the Dolphins today. And Tua Tagovailoa got a concussion and went out and then came back in and played. Mm, yeah. And NFLPA is investigating that to see if there was any pressure on him to play with that concussion. Because usually guys go out and they go in the locker room. They don't come back maybe the next week or the week after. You know, that game, Buffalo's running game was awful. And Buffalo scored only 19 points. And they're an offensive team. And they had won all their games by double figures. I, you know, holding Miami as hot as that offense is, 21 points, you ought to be able to win that game. I think Josh Allen and the uh, – and his on his side of the ball, those are the varmints in that defeat. Uh, four hundred. Allen had four hundred yards passing and two touchdowns, no interceptions, but he took four sacks on the day. And to your point, he was their leading ground gainer with forty-seven yards. None of the running backs and Zach Moss put up some some decent numbers, but it was all on one. It looks like it was all on one really long run. So play to play, you're absolutely right. They couldn't get anything going in the conventional run game. The other big game, John, just ended uh, moments ago from you and I recording. We're recording this on Sunday night. And it was the um, the battle of the two uh, the battle of the two future Hall of Famers again a much lower scoring game than I think at least the name value of the quarterbacks would dictate although these are both quarterbacks who've had a bit of a struggle coming out of the gate this season but Aaron Rodgers and the Packers beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers fourteen to twelve uh, the Buccaneers trying a, a game what would have been a game tying two point conversion with uh, under a minute to go in the game they don't get it and the Packers go on to win that game. 
um, 14 to 12. Uh, I have not looked yet, John, to see how many tablets Tom Brady broke in this game today, but 12 points, that is probably another tablet-breaking performance for the GOAT. When you're lined up at the two for a two-point conversion to tie and you get a five-yard penalty, yep. and then you throw into coverage, the pass is tipped, I'm guessing he's going to throw at least one, maybe two. But right now, that's amazing. Those two quarterbacks, and it was a defensive struggle, but it did go right down to the very end. No doubt. All right, John, one more. You brought it up. The Eagles are 3-0 and to start the season. 24-8, to they beat the uh, they beat the Commanders. So the Eagles now 3-0. and You know what's interesting about that? The Dolphins and the Eagles. Dolphins are 3-0. and Eagles are 3-0. and What I find interesting with that is the two quarterbacks of each of those teams, they were teammates at Alabama. Jalen Hurts got knocked out of the national championship game back in whatever year it was, 2017, 2018, something like that. And Tua Tungavailoa comes in for him and winds up throwing the game-winning touchdown pass in the uh, national championship game. So Nick Saban's two quarterbacks from one of his national championships teams, Jalen Hurts and Tua Tungavailoa, are the two quarterbacks for, I would say, from a success standpoint, maybe the two biggest stories of the season so far, um, the Dolphins and the Eagles, which bodes well, uh, because then I look at it and I go, okay, well, let's draft Bryce Young then. Let's keep this Alabama thing moving. What I find interesting about that is that Miami wanted Deshaun Watson, tried to get him, put an offer out there. Yeah. Philadelphia tried to get him, and Watson rejected using his no-trade clause going to Philadelphia. So both those teams, the Eagles wanted Watson over Jalen Hurts, who threw three touchdown passes, no interceptions, and 340 yards against Washington. And then Tua Tagovailoa, of course, he's the hottest quarterback in the league, and uh, – and he wasn't wanted either. Funny how that works out, isn't it? It is funny how it works out, John. They uh, they have, uh, as you mentioned, Hurts with three touchdown passes. Two had six touchdown passes last week, and both of them, 24 fewer civil lawsuits than Deshaun Watson as well. 